Thank you for joining us at Christchurch Dunstable. Now on with our daily devotions. Uh, I joined Twitter last summer. Uh, I don't tweet much, I don't publish much, but I do enjoy uh, reading the tweets of others, which is the main reason I joined. And uh, many Christians um, tweet really lovely snippets. And Tim Keller tweeted this week something that really grabbed my attention. Keller said, To our surprise and encouragement, Kathy and I, as Kathy is his wife, Kathy and I have discovered that the less we attempt to make this world into a heaven, the more we are able to enjoy it. Kathy and I have discovered that the less we attempt to make this world into a heaven, the more we are able to enjoy it. Uh, we'll circle back to this. Um, we're in Psalm 37, verses 21 to 26 uh, this morning. That's our reading for this today. Uh, I'm going to read out the whole section, then we're going to focus on just two verses. Um, but let's get the let's let me read the whole section for, for, for context. David says, verse 21 of Psalm 37, The wicked borrow and do not repay, but the righteous give generously. Those the Lord blesses will inherit the land, but those he curses will be destroyed. The Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Though he may stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. I was young and now I am old, yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken or, the children, or their children begging bread. They are always generous and lend freely. Their children will be a blessing. Uh, I'm going to focus on verses, just verses 23 and 24. Let me read those again. The Lord makes firm... The steps of the one who delights in him. Though he may stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. Uh, as we walk through this life, we tread on firm ground as we delight in the Lord. Uh, verse 23 could be sort of transliterated as uh, the Lord establishes, the Lord makes firm the steps of his people as they delight in him. The Lord establishes the steps. The Lord makes firm the steps of his people as they delight in him. In other words, it's delight in the Lord that leads to a steadiness of step as we pilgrim through this world into uh, to our eternal home. When we live as God, as our supreme delight, we're walking on solid ground. You see, God can take the weight of being supremely delighted in. Uh, and we were designed to find our supreme delight on it. Uh, we were designed to find our supreme delight in him. Uh, when we lean on him, we're leaning on the rock of ages. He can bear our weight. The Lord makes firm the steps. The Lord establishes the steps of the one who delights in him. Of The, one, the Lord makes firm the steps um, of those as they delight in him. You see, the problem is we often, uh, and we are prone to, look elsewhere for our supreme delight as I've said many many times before we can turn good things into God things and those things were just not designed to take um, the weight of worship whereas God being creator um, we were designed to worship him I wonder where are you prone um, to look for your ultimate delight outside of God Tim Keller um, 
quoting Keller a bit today. Sorry, another another quote from Keller. Tim Keller in his uh, book Counterfeit Gods um, helps us identify um, where we might be prone to make good things into God things. Uh, Keller says that our uh, emotional reactions to loss or to gain, um, our excitement in anticipation of gaining something or our anxiety and fretfulness about losing something that reveals what we might be trusting in what we might be delighting in instead of God Keller says when we pull up our emotions by the roots we often find idols God substitutes clinging to them Excessive joy and excessive despair at things gained or lost, excessive anticipation at acquiring something, excessive fear about losing something can reveal what we might be delighting in more than God. And idols, God's substitutes, can't, just cannot take our weight. When we make friendships our main delight, uh, when we make marriage or families the things we most enjoy, when we make money or material things our main delight, then, verse 23, our steps will not be firm. We will fall because we're delighting in the gifts rather than the giver. We're delighting in the creation rather than the creator. And these things just cannot bear the weight of worship. Of course, it's right and proper to enjoy gifts from the giver. Of course, it's right and proper to enjoy um, the God's, God's creation. But we must be careful not to make it our supreme delight. And in fact, it's when we find our chief delight in God that we're able to enjoy his gifts and creation more. Let me circle us back to that Keller tweet I opened with. Keller said, to our surprise and encouragement, Kathy and I have discovered that the less we attempt to make this world into a heaven, the more we're able to enjoy it. Uh, it reminds me of what Paul says in, in Philippians 4. Paul said that he has learned to be content whatever the circumstances. He says, I know what it is to be in need and know what it is to have plenty. I've learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all, th all this through him who gives me strength. When we idolise the world and the things in it, we enjoy it less. We have less of a sense of contentedness when we put a weight on the gifts or on the creation that they were just weren't designed to um, hold but when we make God our chief delight we're as it were we're, we're, we're in sync we're living coordinated lives we're walking on firm ground the Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him conversely ask for our steps are shaky when we look um, for delight outside of him supremely we can count on God God can take our weights I can take our weight our steps are firm when we delight in him because if God is our chief delight no one and nothing can take that delight away if God is our chief delight, no one and nothing can take that delight away. Money comes and goes, relationships come and go, jobs come and go, health comes and goes. But God, if we're trusting in him, no one can take away our delight. Now, qualification, that doesn't mean that life will be easy and there won't be any 
circumstantial uh, difficulties that we find really quite hard. Let me read verse uh, 23 along with 24 now. David says, The Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Though he may stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. Though he may stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. Now, the one delighting in the Lord may stumble. Uh, I take this to mean suffering and temptation will cross the path of the one delighting in the Lord. There will be times when he or she is, is wrestling to delight in God. There will be times when it's right to grieve and, and mourn as difficult uh, stumble-inducing, fear-inducing circumstances come their way. The one who delights in the Lord doesn't just sail through this life uh, with a stiff upper lip. There will be tears and trials, sorrows and suffering. But though they may stumble, verse 24, they will not fall, for the Lord upholds them with his hand. As we feel ourselves stumbling under the... Um, suffering that comes from living in a broken world as we feel ourselves stumbling as temptation crosses our paths before we reach up to the Lord with our hand the Lord reaches down with his hand and grabs us and upholds us though he may stumble he will not fall for the Lord upholds him with his hand we may stumble but because of God's grace we will not fall coming to a close now let me read those verses again that we've been focusing on. The Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Though he may stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. Let's finish by meditating on the Lord Jesus Christ. What kept Jesus moving towards the cross? What kept Jesus on the path of suffering in this world? Well, delight in the Father. Jesus had his supreme delight in the Father. And because Jesus lived the perfect life of supremely delighting in the Father, we can be confident that though we stumble in this life, though we are prone to delight in the gifts more than the giver, the creation more than the creator, because of Jesus' perfect delight in the Father, because of Jesus' perfect obedience, we will not ultimately experience a fall but will be upheld by God's gracious hand when the Lord Jesus Christ returns. Let's pray. Father, I confess, we confess that so often we delight in the creation more than the creator, the gifts you give rather than the giver. Oh Lord, please help us to delight in you so our so we might, um, so our, our steps might be established, so we might walk on solid ground. Help us to, as it were, lean on you, worship you. You can bear the weight of our worship. We were designed to worship you, and it's when we worship other things, those things crumble beneath us and we fall. Oh Lord, help us to enjoy you, to look to you, to delight in you. Thank you for your grace that when we stumble, before we even lift up our hand and reach out, you've already extended your hand to grab hold of us. Thank you that you uphold your people. Amen. Thank you for listening to our Christchurch Dunstable podcast. Tune in every weekday to listen to our daily devotions and why not visit our website, ccd.church, to find more resources. Christchurch Dunstable, bringing the hope of Christ from the heart of Dunstable.